All right, we got it, and look at that. We've got bumper music and everything. Ready to go. But yeah, I mean, we are. I'm, I'm one like... of the only people that chair dances in these intro sessions, right? And I think we're missing out. I think we're missing an opportunity to set a tone for a meeting, especially an online meeting. That's right. When if you're you sharing little... sound, if you're using the Zoom approved uh, music app in the marketplace, there's a music app which has royalty-free music that you can play during your meetings. Why not start your meetings off and do your, your demo dance there? <laughs> so who doesn't like a little chair dance? Uh, you know, Tony Harris is the king of this. He Every call that we're on that has music, he is dancing like crazy. So our music actually stopped now. Yeah. <laughs> but our podcast intro music is now over, so we can't dance anymore. But it's hey, uh, everyone, welcome to the inaugural podcast here. I, I, I don't really know too much about podcasting, Eric, do you? I don't. I've have you been ever participated a in a podcast before? I have. I have. You have. You have participated in one. Have you ever authored your own podcast before? I have not. Is it similar to a courtroom de deposition? Uh, it does not count as podcasting if it's in front of a judge. So, uh, Oh, in that case, no. I have not had to do the <laughs> So I don't even know if I have the necessary equipment. I will say that, as you probably gathered, that Eric and I are not actually in the Zoom kitchen together because if I put my arm out, it mysteriously gets cut off over here. So we're actually using immersive scenes, which is a great way if you're going to do a video podcast. Um, yep. You know, it looks like we're kind of in the same room. Like if I turn like, hey, Eric, how's it going? Hey, it's going great. How are you? Did you finish the uh, the toast in the toaster back here? I did. I burnt it. I burnt oh, it. Good, um, good. And occasionally yeah. we get a glimpse of your background as well. So it uh, yeah, just it, a little bit, which yeah. is always always gets me virtual backgrounds versus non-virtual backgrounds. And in fact, I heard something very interesting for the first time ever since being at Zoom. I was talking to some partners and they actually have a policy in their company to not use virtual backgrounds. Oh yeah. I was, you know, I came from a, I came from this nice, I had a nice background like you do. Um, and then when I came to Zoom, everyone used virtual backgrounds. So I decided in my infinite wisdom that I would grab a bucket of paint and paint my, oh, you just, look at that, look at that. You can see right through me because right it's the key color of the wall, which is green, bright green, chroma key green is what my wall is painted. Um, and so I don't have the nice, like cool background that you have, the natural background, because everyone always wanted to use these graphic really? templates behind people. And so now when you get on a call with me, you'd either see a green screen or an actual, you know, uh, virtual background. Yep. And that's an interesting, I would, I'm very curious to see if that, so their reasoning behind not using a virtual background <clears throat> was it gave the other meeting participants a greater view into their life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, all you know about me is that I'm one of the few people who've painted a wall green in my house. Uh, very true. <laughs> and that you have the sweet, sweet tones of a professional musician. Uh, oh, yes. Well, the the speaking of sounds and tones, I, I'm curious to hear 
what you are using for so we're talking about maybe the, the podcast setup right the ideal podcast yep. setup and really extends into your zoom life as well because if you're sitting in front of your desk and you're using a microphone and you're in meetings all day you're kind of a podcaster already so all these folks that are doing <laughs> zoom meetings all day long you're kind of doing your own interactive podcast with everybody that you're sure. joining. Sure. I've, I have tried through the years. I have tried a variety of different microphones. Yes. Um, I'm actually talking to you now. And the, the one that I have found the most reliable, this is not an advertisement. I'm not getting paid by these folks, but I actually love their microphone. And that is this one right here. You, I am so jealous of that. It's I need to order Tula one. Mike. It's Tula Mike. I think tulamikes.com, something like that. Um, Hashtag tulamike. Yeah, tu if they're, if, <laughs> T U. If they're, if they're listening now, uh, don't be afraid to reach out to eric.truex at zoom.us. I'll get some <laughs> of my address. We love endorsements. Uh, we are not for sale, however, we can be rented. That's right. I, I, the tulamike, for instance, um, the reason I like it, well, I don't even use it for the full functionality, it, it can stand alone as its own. Like, uh, you remember the old, like, you had a tape recorder, dictaphone, you would press yes. the, the record button and it would record. It actually has memory in it, storage in it, memory. Um, it has a battery in it. So you could take it offline, use it as a musician. Oh, I can right. use this and record the band playing, you know, like we're all practicing, record a practice session and then play it back later. It has like a flash storage drive on it and I can just plug it in and listen to it USB. It's actually USB-C, which makes me feel like it's a little bit more current than everything else that's out bit, there. A little bit, a little bit more current. But, but I like it actually because it gives a full range of audio spectrum with a very minimal footprint because I've got my Huge. monitors. My monitors are three inches off my desk, like the bottom of the monitor is three inches off. So I used to have the blue Yeti microphone, which I still have over here off to the side. Oh yeah, the, the monster. This the, thing is huge. I, put this, I can't use, but have you ever been on a call with somebody who puts this on the desk? I swear people put that thing right next to him to show like, oh look, I paid a lot of money to, <laughs> to have this thing. I, it's almost like holding up the Emmy after you win for that picture post, like look at, yes. look at all of this, yeah, yes, that, and that's not my thing. That's not my thing. The, the, but, the, heck, the hell of it is, is the Tula mic was more expensive than the giant, like the blue mic. But I it doesn't have to be as pretentious. No, it doesn't. No offense. And Yeti, how did Yeti break out from? <laughs> when did Yeti? What came first, the Yeti coolers or the Yeti mics? And how did those two industries combine? Is it not know, the it, same company? I have a feeling that people think the same thing. If you go to Amazon and you type in Zoom, you're going to find a bunch of Zoom hardware as it's well true. that is not affiliated with the Zoom that we nothing to do talking with. about here today. So um, you you know I I think it's only fitting that I do a quick test of the Yeti X. So I'm going to count to two here, and I'm going to so let's get a control sentence. Yeah. Well, oh, you want a sentence, not just counting to 10. All right. Yeah. So I'm talking here. I'm talking here through my Tula mic and midstream, I actually pressed, I actually pressed my button to change to the blue Yeti, which I am now on. And I'm actually talking fairly close to it. It sounds pretty darn good, I would imagine, because it's a big, giant microphone. And it also, which I really love, I love this, this these two features of this mic. It has a gain control on it. That's very cool. 
which I love game controls because if you're going to be farther away from your desk or farther away from your mic, you need to turn up the gain a little bit, and a lot of mics don't offer that functionality. The other thing I like is on the back, you can actually change it to what type of pattern you want. So I've got it on a cardioid pattern right now. I could change it to figure Nice. Whatever that thing is. I, it's like blurred out on my camera, so I can't see what No, I'm no, I see it. I see it perfectly. What, now, John, would you call yourself an audiophile? No, I wouldn't go that far. Like I, I, I would think you are. I'm just trying to do what sounds best mm -hmm. for my for for any call that I'm on, whether it's Zoom, Teams, GoTo, you know, anybody that I uh, any of these meetings that I jump on throughout the day. I want it to sound. I want to put my best foot forward. One of the things that I hate most. And I'm going to switch back to my... Oh, I, I'm very curious because I have a thought on the thing I hate most related to sound quality. Okay. And it bugs the crap out of me. I bet I know what it is. I'm curious if it's the same thing. I, I, so I get on a lot of calls. You're going to put them in your ear. Yes. Yes. Preach. <laughs> Preach it. Preach it. I get on a lot of calls. And so if if this is you, then I am talking to you right now If you if you do this. People get on their AirPods. And, you know, Apple Apple is very maniacal that they make a good product, right? Yeah, yeah. This is one of the, and this, admittedly, this is not the newest version of, of, Air, of AirPods. I don't even Doesn't know. Doesn't need to be. But people use these all the time. Oh. And I cannot understand. It's like you're on the call with them. You got 12 people so, on the call. And then the one guy who has got these, these AirPods in, you can't understand a word that he's saying because it's so garbled. So here's the problem with that. And, and it's one of the biggest issues I have with using those personal type devices in a business application is those are intended to sound good. That is what their design was. And I mean, literally that's one of Apple's key features is music and sound receiving, not sending. That was never their, their, their core intention. So when you use that personal device on a business application. Yeah, I might sound good to you because I took the time to have a certified device. I don't know what the hell you're saying because it's all So I'm curious to see experience. what you think these sound like. I'm talking through them now. So it's much using, worse. It's using the microphone on my on my AirPods. My none of my expensive mics are, are being used at all. I have an environment. You have a Mac. And I have a Mac. So like opening the case, they've never even actually paired with this computer. And they're like, hey, do you want to pair? And I'm like, connect. And it's like, boom, now I'm using the AirPods, which is oh, so crazy simple. So, like 10 points for making it super easy for the user to use. But when you're in a call with 12 people and you've got everyone's at their sound level, you know, everyone's at this level, then you've got the person who's on AirPods that's down here and you can't understand the word. And I'm in a controlled environment where there's no noise. I could turn my TV up a little. Let's see. Let's see with a little bit of noise in the background here. Now I've got the news on the TV. Oh, I'm catching little bits of it. I'm, I'm wondering if you, yeah, how much oh, of it actually comes killing through. Killing me. Because I, like I'm in a noisy office environment, there's people talking and, I, you know, I don't want to talk too loud because I'm just, uh, ah. I'm in a cube and, I, and I, I want to make sure you can hear what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm used to hearing when I'm on calls with people with, with these people on. So I if I see that, I don't think they I know, because no one ever thing. tells them, right? So there is, there is an alternative that works 
on occasion for this. If you really want to hide the speaker sound, right? You don't want to be on speaker. However, knowing that the microphones on those things are not good. If you're not in a public environment, what you can do is you use the speaker of your AirPods and the microphone of your machine, because literally the microphone on the machine can generally, because you're facing your machine, it's can pick up better. Yeah. Now this only works in a quiet environment where you are not in a public, like if you're at a coffee shop or something like that, it's obviously not gonna work out. But you can do that and that's, that's an option you've had. Yeah, you um, can change your microphone source from your actual speaker source. It is yeah. possible. And I've done that here with, with you as well. I've actually got you coming through a Poly Sync 20 device, which is down on my desk. It's pointed towards me. I could use that as a microphone. I, I think it actually sounds pretty decent. Let's see what you... Yeah. Uh, now I'm talking to you through Poly Sync. Poly Sync is probably about so, three feet away. So I would, if I was ranking the four devices we've seen so far, yeah, by far the worst, your AirPods. Like in a significant worst. Number two, two, three, and four are close, but there's a definitive ranking. Two was the PolySync, three was the Tula, and for the best sounding, the Yeti. Really? So you think the PolySync is better than the Tula? Had more range. Wow. So maybe I need to start using this little guy. I'm surprised. As long as you lean in with a cup of coffee, I don't have a cup, but if you just lean in with that cup, lean into the mic. John Melms coming to you live with a podcast where we're going to be talking about all the sweet, sweet sufferings of online meetings and how to sound good. What are, what are you using right now? Okay, good question. I have an individual office. Um, and so I hate being on headphones constantly. Yep. So I'm using the Logi dock, right? Okay. Uh, props to Logi. I think they made a really good sounding dock. And I think the mic pickup is pretty good. And is it the best? No. But one of the cool benefits of the Logi dock is its simplicity, right? You have all these different devices plugged into it. You have monitors, uh, um, Monitors, keyboard, mouse, uh, my webcams, all the stuff like Logi, Brio webcam. So I obviously got some Logi representation on my desk. Um, the, I have the Logi keyboard and mouse even, right? Yeah. So they have a very good synchronicity between their devices and the mic pickup is good. And I can have one cable. This is the part I love. I'm choosing convenience over quality a little bit on this because I can take one cable and plug it into my uh, laptop and that's a USB cable that is both my docking station charging and everything. And I get everything out of that one cable. So I get that convenience. Now, there are times when I need to elevate the quality over convenience. So also plugged in, I have, I have several devices here based on situation. If it's a long day and I want comfort, but I want to hear other things going on in my environment, I don't like the two big ear things because I, I get a little freaked out that I can't hear anything around me. So, I have this device right here, right? Oh, that's about similar to what I've got, I guess. Very similar. It's one ear though, right? So this happens oh, to be the, the job. Right? So I can put this on, right? That's mute, cool. unmute based on that. Yeah. And it gives me one ear, which I appreciate. That's a great comfort thing. At times, especially if somebody's wearing those stupid AirPods, I want to be able to hear really well. So I actually use the Jabra 85Ts 
like this, right? So now this allows me to get a better experience for that. Here, let me switch over to them real quick. I can hear nothing from you right now, so. <laughs> Here's zero audio, so not the greatest example there. <laughs> I picked the wrong device. So. They're, they're super quiet now. Like, your, your voice just got real quiet. Okay. Now, now you can hear me through there these. There we go. All right. I got you now. So here's one of the issues. Funny enough, it's one of the issues I have with having multiple headsets, multiple types of devices. I don't always remember which one's which. Yeah. So that was so, and obviously before a meeting, I would join, I would test those out to make sure I knew what it was. The interesting thing about this headset is also Jabra. It's a decked headset. So John, you may ask, what's the difference between a decked headset and a regular headset? Well, I'll tell you. Most headsets utilize either RF or Bluetooth. Great, great quality for a very short range. Dex headsets allow a much greater range. I can go 100 feet away from my desk and never lose connection with this device. Phenomenal, phenomenal feature when I want to be much more mobile. I want to be just uh, able to walk around, do things like, so I work from home as a lot of us do. I could be out there cooking. I can go down almost all the way down to the end of my property line and still be on this conversation. I can hit the mute button. I can control that right from the device. So it's a really, really easy way for me to be able to control that experience. This is not a decked headset that I am on. I am on Bluetooth, which means I can go maybe to my kitchen, but probably not. And uh, I, I don't have nearly the range. Hopefully, you know, maybe not too bad of sound quality here. I don't know. You tell me. What do you think of how it sounds coming out of this little uh, Jabra Evolve 75? Yes. And they are very good. So I switched <laughs> over to this one. How does this quality sound? It sounds slightly compressed. And and oh, I think I'm that's sure. that's 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 some on on some Bluetooth devices, I think that may be actually why this sounds so bad sometimes is there's a, there's a quite a bit of compression that takes place in that audio channel. Absolutely. But for the, my daily driver, what I am normally doing. Yeah. Is... What did we hear you on before? Was that just your, your laptop the... microphone? No, that was the Logidoc. That's what oh, that's, that's, was that's the Logidoc the... then. Okay. Yep. Cause yep. I notice a lot of people actually use like, if you think about your computer speaker, if you're using a laptop, your microphone is placed in a position on that device so that it picks up your voice because you're going to be looking at the screen. They place it there with the intention of you attending these types of calls. Now, if your fans are throttled up and things like that on the call, it may not sound so good, but that the, the whole intent is that it's going to sound better than if you're using um, your cheap AirPods, for True. example, and they're not cheap. I shouldn't say they're cheap because they're not. They're they're pretty they're pretty expensive. Um, the other thing that I've noticed people using is actually the microphone that is in their the camera. If they've got the webcam, like a, a webcam phone. So I'm going to switch to that now. I'm actually oh. on. I'm on my Poly. No, 
not my poly. It's a Logi Brio. What do you think? Um, I would put it as number two. Still far and above. Wait, AirPods. it's number two? Number two. It sounds that good? No, no, no. Number two is bad. One is the worst. AirPods. This is oh, number oh, two. Oh, you're saying this is not a ranking system. This is just like a star system. It's two this stars. Is, yeah, order. Order. I should have gone the other way. Wait, I is it order or is it not an order? So there's I'm five. so confused. Okay. We're going to start over. Okay. And I'm going to say that one is now best. Five is worst. Okay. So okay. The, first the top is the best. best sounding was the, the Yeti. The Yeti Blue. And followed Thanks, by the yeah. Tula. Followed by the um, Polysync. Followed by your Brio. And then a distance later, your AirPods. <laughs> uh so now I have switched to the actual Jabra 85T headsets, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so the nice thing about this is, is I get to make sure. So I have hearing loss, right? Um, and so the upper and lower ranges are difficult for me to hear. One of the nice things about this is it, it helps me isolate external noises without blocking all of my hearing. Okay. Uh, um, so it gives you some noise, what do they call it? Active noise cancellation or something like that? Yep. So yeah. the ANC feature in these is really, really nice. Uh, while still allowing me to, in situations, make sure I'm picking up good sound from others. So how do I sound, though? Because these are actually way sound really good. Um, I would, if I had to rate yours, I would rate those, uh, those that you're wearing above the other two headsets that you tried. I would... Put it maybe even slightly above what you were using on the on the dock. I like that. Only because I got more of your maybe your ambient. There was a different presence to you, more of an echoey chambery type feel on sure. the dock because it was not picking up this like more localized. I've read that some of these uh, earpieces they do a better job with resonance. So when you when you talk, you're vibrating your jawbone and it's actually allowing the sound to travel and enter into the microphones on the actual earbuds. And so perhaps I'm getting a little bit more of that, which gives it a more dynamic feel and less ambient audio for the room. So, so back to my statement about you being an audiophile. Yeah, you just kind of settled that. That that, that was. <laughs> That's all. Just so you know, you are an All right. (laughs) And on that note, I appreciate everyone taking the time to listen. Maybe next we talk about proper lighting, because I look like I've just stepped out of a cave from the 1950s, and you look like you just stepped off the beach. (laughs) I had to bring in, so I had to bring in We'll talk about lighting next time. I like it. Thanks, everyone, for watching. We will see you on the non-inaugural edition of the podcast next. The second round. Save it for the sequel. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get fan mail, people telling us exactly what we should not be doing. Both of you, (laughs) thank you for being here. I hope that they have the courtesy to tell us what we did wrong in this session. Um, Anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. Look forward to uh, to talking to you next time. See ya.